face this time. It's with music. Yeah. That was awkward. Last I, episode, we faked it. It was weird. The last two. I pulled it off. Do you want to get it in there twice? Sorry. <coughs> I was not paying a bit of attention. It's like doing a podcast at a dollar store. Start with welcome. Um, <laughs> don't say the name. Which, which don't one? say the name. Welcome to Mountaineer Kingdom Do Talk. Real men, manly talk. Um, that's, <laughs> what was that? No, I, I spit, man. Well, this is off to a great start. This is, hey, we're back in studio. We'll do it live. Back at the Family Dollar. <laughs> you said the name. Don't say the name. Really? Dollar Tree. Don't say the name. <laughs> Copyright. Tree, trees that are made out of dollars. Thank you. I was going to make a joke and I can't do it. I'll go back and beat them out. It's very, it, could be, it could be offensive. Um, <laughs> never stopped me before. So. Let's go see. <laughs> Since when do you care? Don't stop believing. Um, Don't stop. It is different hearing being back in here instead of being out in the woods. I love being in the woods, but man, I love having these headsets back on. Yeah, I like so being like able to hear something. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to get close to the mic instead of the mic up. <laughs> Well, we have a couple of our members that don't understand how to use a microphone. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you can't use the mic. You can't come tonight. The one that's not here. It took me three weeks to edit that last episode. Yeah. Because all of a sudden you hear, when he did the speech, and it's like, it was a great speech. And Benjamin he- Netanyahu. Jews. <laughs> <laughs> We're over getting fired up, and then you listen. <laughs> That's all you heard. Well, hey, it sounded great on the rendition. Hey, by the way, Nick is the one who does all of the editing and stuff for this. So, a round of applause for Nick. Go ahead and that soundboard. I'm not hitting the soundboard. Do not hit the soundboard. No, it's I edited. There's a a really good clap sound in there. Nope, I shut it off. And one day, Nick's going to learn how to actually do this. (laughs) Yeah, but seriously, he he does a great job putting us all together. Just uh, I want to put a shout out, shout out, Nick. To for what you had to do to get some audio out of the last two videos, I mean, one were beside the river, and that was I don't know how that was even possible to get to get what you got out of it. And then the other part, most that, of us talked in the microphone. I did. Yeah, I didn't. I know you were there. Um, <laughs> the coach Ryan struggled. And then the one with the fire by the fire. Uh, what cracked me up was as close as we still were to the river that we held, we heard the helicopter over the river. For like five minutes, and it's like, are they just watching us? Yeah, we don't have to relive it. Um, so that that was fun, and, and I'm going to tell enjoy- myself too. I'm going to say why okay. we had such a struggle with. <laughs> I'm going to tell myself. So we drug all the equipment out to the middle of nowhere, and I forgot one vital piece of equipment. This little b- box right here. B- box. It should share. Should share. Subscribe. Like. So it takes the audio from this cool panel right here, converts it to digital, and then puts it into the laptop. Yeah. Well, well I forgot man. this little cool piece right here that converts it from here to here. So you know what I did? I shoved a cell phone into these headsets, and it recorded on the cell phone. So you re-recorded it. Uh, yeah. And then put it in the studio and Pretty incredible stuff. cleaned nice. it up. I would have said, guys, we got to go back and do it again. <laughs> I second that. I think we yeah. we need to go back and re-record. <laughs> All uh, in favor? Yeah, we, we need to get maybe enti- some different topics. We need to get the entire journey down this time. I, I have it. It's on video. From the house? Uh, from the start of the trail all the way down. It's on video. Apparently, you don't watch some of our content. No, there's too much. It, it, has, it hasn't been put on YouTube yet. YouTube. YouTube's? Yeah, YouTube's. Okay. <laughs> there's more than one now. 
All right. Um, Let's get into this week's episode. Speaking of different topics, this week's episode, we're going to, the next several episodes, just want to do some actual interviews, and we're just going to interview each other, uh, get to know who we are, who we are, and I'm, I'm sure we're, as much as we already know, we're going to learn something, um, and that's going to be fun. Um, one of the things, and I think when, no joke, when you and I went and saw Perry Stone a couple years ago, um, <laughs> see, this was this was a bonding moment here, because we it had was, been in the words and we hung out so. a lot, yeah. and this was one of the first times we talked about a podcast. Yep, and I got to know about your mom a little bit, about your dad a little bit, what that was like, where your upbringing was, your family, um, remarriages, or your dad being remarried a couple times, um, and it was just a natural conversation that after a minute or two, it's like, man, I feel like I'm just like, interviewing this guy. And but you had, we all have a background and a story and a history um, and a testimony, and the some of the struggles that we had at a younger age that we grew up with has shaped us to be the men that we are. And I think it's fun to dive into that and see what makes us tick. Like when our Monday traditions, um, you're sitting there with you and Amanda and just like asking questions. And it's, it's so intriguing to get different point of views and, and different, different aspects. We eat wings Monday on tradition. Monday. Okay. So every Monday, uh, 50 local, cent wings. It's, it's amazing. Yep. And we started probably about, Three, four, five, six, ten weeks. I don't remember. Well, you started with you actually, and then we invited these guys, and now it's just you become can't, a. Once I'm invited, you can't get rid of me. Yeah, That's okay. your fault. Well, that, <laughs> bye. Um, so Jared is going to be our, our first interviewee today. So Jared, tough question. You ready? Where are you from? Here. No. Uh. <laughs> yes. I want the soundboard now. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Morgantown. Morgantown. Born and raised? Yep. What is your quest? <laughs> Pick your class. Um, <clears throat> triple A. <laughs> triple A. <laughs> Always absent Andy. <laughs> nice. How that was Monty Python. How, how, how that backfired on that? you. <clears throat> um, so one sister, how many siblings? So um, I have one biological sister, and then I've got... Uh, two stepsisters and a stepbrother and uh really the step siblings don't feel like step siblings they, they feel a little bit more biological so yeah. when so when did that so let's go back to just bio sister we'll call her yes um bio sister. that was how long did you guys live with her before this the step siblings came into the picture um so my mom died when i was nine mm-hmm. and um uh my dad got remarried when I was 12, 13. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Was it just the one remarriage? It was one. It was the one lady twice. Okay. I, I, I have yeah. a very similar. So now I do. I've got that. Um, <laughs> okay. how, what's the, what was the relationship like with, uh, so we don't have to dive into the, to what happened when you were nine. Mm-hmm. But getting a, a stepmom, right? So you were with your dad for th- dad and sister for three years, and now there's somebody new into the picture. What was that like? Um, initially, it was really cool, mm-hmm. and uh, and because I mean, my my sister and I are what seven years apart. So for the uh, three years after my mom died, um, she pretty much helped take care of me and raise me. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad worked afternoon and midnight shift, um, so I would. 
get off, get out of school, get home. And it was my sister there making sure that my McDonald's was warmed up correctly in the, uh, in the microwave. Cause it's about all dad knew how to cook. <laughs> where, where did your dad work at? <clears throat> Machine shop in Morgantown. Okay. Build, rebuilding, uh, jacks for mines. Okay. And uh, so every time the mines went on strike, he got laid off. And was church a big part of your life? Huge. From birth or? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. uh, The pastor that actually dedicated my kids dedicated me when I was a, when I was a baby. That was in Crabtree, was it? It was. It was. Mm -hmm. Wow. See, I've always, I told myself, don't derail, but I never really got to, I think I heard one sermon from Pastor Crabtree. Same. But it was, he was ready to retire. So it wasn't what you probably grew up with. And I'm sure as we all do that changed along the years. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, it, it was always good. Um, and during the time of, uh, of when my mom was in the hospital, um, he was always around mm-hmm. and made many visits to, to the hospital and checked on me, checked on my dad, my sister. And, um, he was, uh, he was a huge part of my life. And, um, when I left the, left that church and went to a different church in Morgantown for a while, uh, Serena and I, when we got married, went back there and it was probably, I may have been gone maybe eight years, nine years. And he saw me in the, in the hallway and he's sharp as a sharp as a whistle. And, uh, he came up, gave me a hug and says, Jared, because it's been a while since I've seen you. And please introduce me to your bride. And, That's a great uh, way to ask a question. I love that. It was, it was fantastic. That's- and we just felt, it was funny as when, when we were doing, when we were, um, joining the church we had to go through the interview process with with pastor crabtree and he kept having to remind himself that he knew all of my history from my grandparents on both sides all the way up to i was an adult but he kept wanting to go back to that and he's like wait a minute serena i need to know more about you and he'd start he'd ask her a question she'd go to answer hey jared do you remember this and, oh, he fitting uh, great here. <laughs> oh, he, he was do that all day. <laughs> he was he he was he was that kind of that kind of a of a guy, and and like you get to know him, and you you knew him forever. So it was uh, it was it was good. So it was tough when when he passed away. Yeah. Um, when I'm just so interested with the history of that church and what his legacy was, and you were there for a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Was I know Trinity was in several different places. Were you always, so when you went to that church, was it always where it is now or was it? No. So we started, so I'm, my kids are actually the fourth generation there. Okay. Uh, so my grandparents on my mom's side started going there. Then, uh, they convinced my dad and mom to go. And then obviously we were, we were kids. Yeah, no, and, yeah. and, uh, so, so yeah. jump, jumping back to Serena, uh, since Andy's not going to ask any questions, uh, you guys met in college, work, high school, Facebook, actually, <laughs> and that's it, ladies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Facebook, yeah. So we went to high school together. We didn't know each other, and uh, same age. Or she's younger than she's you, younger than me. Yeah, she's a couple years younger. Okay. Yeah, and uh, found out we we had a lot of the same friends, and and uh, started hanging out. And next thing you know, we're getting married. No. She puts up with my shenanigans. Shenanigans. She is a, a quiet soul. <laughs> she's yes, she is. No, no, there was a pause, so she's not always quiet. <laughs> no, she is actually. Um, <laughs> no, she's she, she's she's pretty quiet. Yeah. She's pretty quiet. So she would murder you in your sleep, 
but she'd be quiet about it. Yes, she would. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, all right, it's all right. She never watches. That, that that's kind of <laughs> interesting of how just not reserved, but she's very thoughtful. You can tell she's unlike me because I'm always going to be putting my foot in my mouth all the time and apologizing later. But she's very you apologize. She she actively listens. I not to you. Um, <laughs> your the, your the funny- kids are so intense. Yeah, so... As most of ours are. But and it's interesting with that dynamic, such a quite reserved mother to have that intensity. So, so the funny thing is, is we're both introverted. They're not. And uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, slight, I'm slightly less introverted than what she is. Their extrovertness comes from my dad. Oh, Papaw. Because uh, oh, Papaw would talk to anybody mm-hmm. about anything. Yeah. Whether you wanted to hear it or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, I mean, Nick's got some stories from the headsets. Oh gosh, that um, <laughs> I've heard some of them. <laughs> um, probably not appropriate for this podcast. Yeah, they're, they're there for a while. Like it was the the running joke when I when I ran the camera after Dad died was, uh, "Hey Nick, went to Starbucks last night," <laughs> and uh, that that's the that's the chuckle I'd get out of him on the headset, and then we just kind of move on. And it was kind of fun was everyone else had no clue what, because most of the people that run camera now did not run camera not like from my dad, the old so. days. So you meet Serena, who you meet on Facebook, you message her, she messaged you. She messaged me, actually. Look at you, stud. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, hey, girl. So I, I got a car. <laughs> she, had a, she had an eclipse at the time. And Ooh, that's man, why Was it you... a GT Spider? It was a spider. It was not a GT. Did it have those like little wind scoops on the side? Do the scoops again. Scoopty. It was a 2009. <laughs> or not 2009. It was 2007. Oh, yeah. They didn't do so that. So it was that a point. swoopy. Swoopy. Like exotic body style. How long How long were you got? How long was, have you been married? 13 years. Wow. It doesn't seem like. I mean, we're going on 11 or going on 12, but it's like, man, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. No, it doesn't. And, uh, you know, it don't want to sound cliche, but we've just 13 years. This just seems to have flown by and uh, I love her more today than I did 13 years ago. She doesn't watch the show, dude. I know that <laughs> <laughs> did something for me though. I, I think it did. Um, <laughs> you've, so you've been going to Trinity your whole life. Have you, you've, You've not always been in the sound booth. Have you served in different areas, or how long, no, so how long I, have you been doing that too? Um, actually, I didn't. I didn't serve anywhere until we went back after I got married. Okay. And Pastor Crabtree actually had sent me a letter asking if I would join the usher team. And uh, I, I looked. It's a great place to start. I looked at Serena. I was like, "Well, Pastor Crabtree wants me to join. I'm joining." And uh, I sent him back. He, he had a. It was an RSVP card, and I had to put down yes, I was willing to serve. Put it in, mailed it back to him. He saw me at church the next week. He goes, glad to see you wanted to join. Dress code is suit and uh, in tie, dark suit. And uh, we'll have your name tag ordered for you. They don't do that anymore. Mm -mm. What a great question to ask, because I know Newsom talked about that. It's like when he he started doing the parenting class was, are you willing to serve? Yep. That was always Pastor Crabtree's. How could we not? That, that know and have experienced the love of our father how are we not willing to serve in any way that he that we can for everything that he's done for us oh yeah that's so smart I love that and uh, 
I did that for a couple of years and then um, they needed me in the uh, to, to run the pro presenter for the, the words on the screen. Yeah, I did that for about a month and I'm like, nope. Yeah, I remember that. I don't like messing the words up. I think it was one of the first times that you and I met was thanks, Nick. running that. What? I'm just saying thanks. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> because you're a tech guy. Nobody likes that job. It's a whole different side of the tech. I don't. Cool. Um, <laughs> pro presenter. Yeah. Tech's tough. So, so <laughs> ran, I ran pro presenter. I actually led that team after the guy that, that ran it left. He, he moved to somewhere. Yeah, like South Dakota or something. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And he comes back every once in a while, Cliff. And um, But uh, then one Sunday I get a – Jeff was the uh, worship leader at the time. He came back. He goes, hey, we got a problem. Heard you used to run sound at, at another church. I said, yeah, but it was like an old analog board, and all I did was move a fader up and down every once in a while. It's a boombox guy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's basically all it was. Yeah. And um, he goes, well, we got a problem. All three of our sound guys are going to be out next week, and I need you to run sound next week. It's always sink or swim, isn't it? And uh, so I was like, okay. And uh, walked walked over to the sound, sound booth, and Steve gave me a crash course that Sunday and the next week. Um, I'm there running it, and I had no idea what the what the verb and delay was. And I saw the faders down, and I saw signal, and I was like, "Well, shoot, this should be up." And I turned him up, and Jeff got on the microphone, very tactful, and he goes, "Jared, you may already know this, but on faster songs, it's not good to have delay. On slower songs, it sounds better." <laughs> this is what I get for stepping out once. <laughs> yeah. And then I've just never left the soundboard. Like, I've, I think I've been back there maybe. 10 years. Wow. Do you ever see yourself doing anything, serving in a different ministry or doing something different? You know, we were talking about this on lunch today and how like I've been back there for 13 years, almost every Sunday. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it feels like to be in the rest of the sanctuary. Like poor Serena, like everyone around her outside. Now I'm really glad that she sits around your all's wives and you guys, because then you know she's not like shouldn't have some deadbeat husband that doesn't go to church. I don't know about that. <laughs> it's um, usually me. <laughs> yeah, Tanya. But like, so there's times, and I've I've not served as, as much as you have. That all he's like, you want to run cameras today? I'm like, I really don't. I want to go sit. I want to go. I need to go sit down. Yeah, I have, I've had those times, but to be honest about it, uh, I went through a real tough patch with a, with a, a previous employer, mm-hmm. and uh, running that soundboard was the only thing that kept me from wanting to jump off a bridge like running it there. And, um, because it, it gave me something that I could do that I had control over. Mm -hmm. Um, because my life was in a spiral, just spiraling down into a toilet. Um, what kind of wondering where the bottom was going to be at? Cause we, every time we thought we hit it, we found another bottom. And, uh, so running that soundboard coming in on Wednesdays, and on Sundays and all the special events and everything kept me focused on something that was actually good. That was worthwhile because mm-hmm. you're, you're serving the kingdom. Yep. And although you're in the background without what the, that tech booth does, then the, the message doesn't reach as many people as it could. And, and that's, and that's, I love the people on stage and the worship teams and all the people that, that, that get the attention because um, they're good at it and they're, they're called to be in that time and that place. 
but it's the guys in the back that don't get all the credit sometimes it's like without them none of that happens and it's a, it's a teamwork yeah absolutely um so that's what you do um during church share with us if you want um what you do for a living i work in one of the most boring industries in the world uh insurance insurance no, <laughs> insurance <laughs> yep yeah, commercial we're, insurance we'll just move on i'm already yep. bored of this topic uh, you've been doing that for how long? <laughs> Too long. Too long. Um, no, about 10 years. Started out in Pittsburgh. Drove from Brewster Mills to Pittsburgh every day for yeah. three years. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was uh, it, it was fun. I, it, it was good. Like, uh, I mean, I, I went to went to college, got my degree in business management, and uh, worked on my MBA, and uh, was at NASA in security while I was in college, and they offered me a security supervisor role, and I was like, yeah, I, you know, I didn't. I didn't spend all this money to work shift work, all this money in college to work shift work the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, just, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And uh, got it. The only person that offered that was willing to take a chance on me was an agency in Pittsburgh. Wow. We're still friends today. Like I'm actually planning on going to meet him for uh, for breakfast this Saturday. What yeah. are you gonna have for breakfast? Probably French toast. Mm. Eggs Benedict, Hollandaise sauce, sausage. <laughs> It's not your turn. You're next. Um, so we're going to wrap up. We don't want to go too long on this. It's just a little get to know you. But a, a couple of questions that I want to end with is what do you value most and why? Hmm. I absolutely value my my walk with Jesus the most. Mm-hmm. Um, because my life is one testimony after another as to why and how God will work through your problems and your situations. And when you think that you're absolutely at the bottom of the bottom, he's already had a plan figured out for you. You just had to go through the ride. So that was going to be my last question, but you segue right into it. And you, sh- I think you kind of gave an answer there. We all have a testimony. We all have a walk that we've, we've went through life and, and ups and downs. What's your testimony? What is it that you, that God has brought, brought you through and prepared you for to pass on and to teach to people that can that you can help them out now uh then my i'd have to say my entire life is i mean losing my mom when i was nine she committed suicide mm-hmm. um to um my dad being remarried uh which worked out good for a while but they had a really rocky relationship mm-hmm. they were um married separated married separated Married, separated, married, divorced, start dating, married, divorced, wow. and over a course of about 12 years. And uh, so, like, going through that, and then uh, when I was, when I was at NASA, I had a, I did have a job opportunity at the prison in, in Hazleton. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just don't really want to do that. Like, I went up and interviewed with it. You know, you get that just that that nasty feeling in your in your gut. It's like this isn't what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And uh, I remember praying. I was like, "Well, God, if you've got something else for me, please open the door up." About the time that the uh, I went in and interviewed, the government shut down, and so they couldn't do my background check. Yeah. And I was like, "If you don't have anything else for me by the time the government opens up, I'll go work there until you find something else." 
In the meantime, a uh, friend of mine introduced me to the guy who ran the agency up in Pittsburgh. Went up, interviewed, came back, and I, was, I called my wife on the way home. I was like, this is it. And he offered me a job. I accepted. 30 seconds later, the prison, the, the guy that was doing the background check calls me up to start my background investigation. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, no. It's yeah. okay. We don't need to do that now. Yeah, and that's what I told him. He goes, are you sure? I said, yep. I've accepted another, just got off the phone and accepted another position. Wow. So then fast forward to, I left Pittsburgh mm-hmm. to go work private equity. That turned out to be a disaster. And uh, uh, left out of that. And the uh, I was interviewing at a spot at the FBI. Got the spot. Right before they started my background check, the government shut down again. You're not supposed to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, the government the, is not for you, right? The government does not want me. Um, so the the agent that I worked for up in Pittsburgh, I went up and met with him. He was Jared. It's it's stupid for you to drive ninety miles each way to work. He goes, it just doesn't doesn't work. I know a guy down in Clarksburg has got a really good agency. I'll set something up for you. He said, I know you don't want to get back in insurance, but you're good at it. And uh, I said, all right. So I went interviewed, told Serena, they offer me X amount of dollars. I'm going to take it. I We're on our way to church for Christmas experience rehearsal. I get a phone call from the principal of, of the agency I work for. Offer me exactly what I told Serena I needed to make. I accepted the next day. The FBI started calling me to start my background <laughs> investigation. <laughs> I mean, honestly, just hearing this, that part, it's your testimonies. Just wait on the Lord. Listen, right? If, you, if you're in tune with his voice, you'll, you'll get, you'll feel it in your spirit and you'll get it by spending time in the word and, and prayer yeah. to understand what his voice is. Cause it's, it could be a gut feeling. It could be, it could just be a mind check or it could be something that maybe a, a, a colleague or your wife or somebody spiritual that gives you wise counsel would understand. And it's you being in tune to that. Well, I feel like one of my, from a professional standpoint, one of my biggest regrets was leaving Pittsburgh to go work for the private equity company. Still. Still, because um, the heartache that came from that. Um, I don't really want to get into to what happened there just Too because bad. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> just, just because the wounds are fresh and the people who might listen to the podcast may be hurt by, by some of the, some of the stuff. I was waiting for you to say, and our next guest. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Fake we, only, we only got a couple minutes left, but, uh, um, had I not done that, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I would have been able to succeed as well in the world that I'm in now. Gotcha. Because um, what I didn't know before was just the standard business code, mm-hmm. the unwritten code. Wear this, not that. Do this at a at a meeting, not this. Act this way at a dinner, not this way. And I spent a lot of time with extremely wealthy um, folks. Um, spent a lot of time with governors and senators. And was able to to walk up to a Fortune 10 CEO and have a drink with him and talk. Mm-hmm. And I w- would get back home from a pr- being on a private jet, get in my Toyota Corolla at the uh, at the airport and drive back to my house and throw some wood in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't get heat. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, um, 
but that allowed me in this role that I'm in now managing a very large commercial department um, where we're working with customers anywhere from a small mom and pop restaurant to two, three million dollars in premium, extremely wealthy individuals. I have no fear at all being introverted. I still have no fear walking into a boardroom with a multimillionaire because mm-hmm. I've talked with billionaires. Yeah. And it just doesn't just it, it I, I would have never been able to do that. Prior to that, I'd walk into a room with a customer and I was scared out of my mind. And uh uh my jacket didn't fit right. It wasn't tailored. It wasn't you guys make fun of me, but like that's all <laughs> stuff that <laughs> we never would do such a thing. <laughs> but like it, it it's all stuff that this water seems dry. <laughs> what, what is this what is this niagara water <laughs> i read it wrong i'm like i don't know what this is gonna be I'm just gonna... <laughs> so but yeah no it's god has every 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 step you go to every step you go through if you are putting your trust in him he will guide your steps the the bible is true that the steps of a righteous man and that's everything, every step that I took, even if it felt like it was the wrong step, mm-hmm. may not have been God's perfect will, but he found a way to make it into something that has actually worked out pretty good. Yeah. Got on. Well, thanks for sharing. Thanks Last for question. Sharing. Yes. Last question. One do-over. You get one do-over to, to even if it's something small as I would have been kinder to a person, a stranger, we get one do over. What would it be? I would have not have listened to some of the people in my life when I was a kid. Hmm. Okay. And without going into detail, how did, uh, see how I caught myself? I was pulling the news on being back here and I heard, how did, <laughs> how did that microphone? I don't want to go into something that's going to be that we don't want to share too much about, but don't you don't have to tell me what advice it was, but how did that shape you? It, it, well, it, it, it shaped it shaped me tremendously because um, there were people in my life that I trusted in my middle school way, my middle school years that um, uh, they basically told me I was an idiot. I mean, not in those words, but like I struggle. I've always struggled with spelling, and because of that, I was uh, technology is amazing for that. Um, but it's like being bad at math, but I got a calculator. Come on. I'm always going to have a calculator, but it was, uh, it was, it was stuff like that. Telling me because I I could, I was, had a hard time spelling that I should have been in special ed. And so I didn't believe in myself Mm -hmm. and, uh, Hey, math teachers out there. Guess what? You won't have a calculator in your hand when you grow up. Ha! My, my biggest regret, my biggest regret is I, I didn't get into engineering. Okay. And because my passion for automobiles, mm-hmm. I would have loved to have been an automotive engineer. You like automobiles? You're nope. still young. Yeah. But like, um, the, like there, there was stuff that I, I said in computer science class in, in high school and I would draw out um, different things on a, on a car and uh, fast forward 15 years and that's what's being put on cars. Wow. So, and it just makes sense. Right on. But, that's all I got. Thanks for sharing. Sure. Yeah. sure. Um, Subscribe. You, do you want to do that? Like, like, share, subscribe. Subscribe. You want to close us out? Yeah. 
Man, 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 man. Oh, we're going to do it? Um, so I knew most of that, but what I find fun about these conversations is hearing the passion and truth. Like, and here you can hear the motivations almost and just having, asking simple questions and seeing where they go. Uh, thanks for sharing. That's, that's, that's fun. Yeah. Andy and has nothing to be thank thankful you. for. No. And our audience is getting to know us a little bit better through this spotlight series. Yeah, they're going to get to certain people and not want to. <laughs> Andrew. Come on down. Anyways, that's our episode for today. Thanks for watching. Uh, no. We do appreciate any time you could share. Help us get the word out. Yep. Share, share, share. Share, share. share. Give us a like. Give us a... Uh, Recommend us to a friend to get us a, like a subscription like, out of it. We'd appreciate right, yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, uh, visit our website at uh, mkdutalk.com. <laughs> that looked like you just beat it into submission right I there. <laughs> That's what it looked like. And we'll Ball make peen hammer. I'm, I'll come up with a new one just for whatever you just did right there. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> I miss the river. Anyways, <laughs> visit our website and check rain. out the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, rain. That was a good episode too. It was until the rain. Until the rain. Uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us, visit our social media <laughs> platforms and our email as well, mkdutalk at okay. gmail.com. Uh, so for the – we've got an absent one tonight. He had a meeting. How dare he? Uh, I think it was a ball game. Coach. No, it was – No, the uh, meeting's tomorrow. Oh. Why do I know his schedule more than mine? I know. Continue. It's sad. Anyways. It's sad. So for the yes man, Jared, K. Triple A, Andy. Uh, you got two. You got two. Dose, dose. The absent coach, Ryan. Our host, Josh. I am Nick for Mountaineer Kingdom Dude Talk. Real men, manly talk. Cue the stupid dance. We're going to get. We're going to spotlight. Camera's solely on him. And he's the man. No. <laughs> I don't Is know if you do that. He just Ricky Bobby did. <laughs> he did something. <laughs> All right, we're out.